Hello, hello, and welcome to the Bullet Sponge Podcast, which is Season 10 of Hot Switch. And I change, you know, I change topics every every season, sometimes multiple times a year, sometimes uh, sometimes I do it every every two years. I keep a I keep a theme going on for a while. Uh, but this one this one's about over. And as season ten comes to an end, uh, tomorrow. Tomorrow. Well, no, tonight. Is it tonight? Is he coming over tonight? Oh my gosh. I'm very disorganized. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh. It is tonight. It is tonight. Um, I don't even know. It's, I just know that I have to go to work after this. And, uh, and then I uh, apparently am recording the finale tonight. And I am not prepared. Which is great. Because I don't even know if I text him. Anyway, JT will be in, and we will have a uh, one little playthrough, you know, one little playthrough to um, to end the season on. I don't know if we're gonna have time to beat the game in question. I think it's uh, I think it's plausible. Yeah. So tonight we're playing a playing a game that is very important to me. That's all I'm gonna say. Seven o'clock Central Time. We're gonna be having a little bit of a. A little bit of a gameplay day, which is fun. Should be fun. Should be fun. Um, I know I'm going to... Hold on, I'm putting my headphones off. Sorry for the noise. Uh, we will be having um, yeah, the finale tonight, now that I have woken up. And then we're going to have uh, the finale to season 11 the following day. Since I've been secretly recording... Season 11 this entire time under a different podcast name. And I will drop all of that tomorrow just because I don't know why. I'm just like, I don't know. I'm, I'm really trying to. Our numbers are like, you know, it's because it's my fault. The numbers are going down like crazy. And I'm just like, well, let's see what I can do to. Let's see. Let's see if people will appreciate a totally different podcast being shoved in their face all at once. But it won't be annoying. It's only uh, 21 episodes. It's only 21 episodes. And uh, it is, it, it's very painless, you know, similar to, to these morning episodes I do. I'm just kind of like, hey, what's up? How's everybody doing? Um, today we're talking about Breath of the Wild. And Breath of the Wild uh, was released in 2017, published by Nintendo. Um, I did play it on the Switch. It is part of the, of course, Legend of Zelda series and is set at the end of its timeline. So you start out as Link. You're in like a, a sleep bath after sleeping for a hundred years, which is, you know, sounds really good, honestly. Um, you attempt to regain your memories and... Um, you have a really beautiful backstory uh, regarding uh, Calamity Ganon, who is a fictional monster who kind of, uh, you know, he's usually, he's, he's a final boss in a few Zelda titles. And the, I don't know, at the beginning, you're, you're, he's kind of like the smoke 
monster that's trapped in Hyrule. It's, uh, it's really quite epic. And the best part, the reason this game, I think, in my opinion, has such a, a huge respect, okay, for the game. Um, the reason that everyone constantly is talking positive about this game is because, just like in 1986, they give you no instruction. We have been... Our hands have been held for so long by different game developers, right? And, you know, we're like, oh, left stick to move. Oh, and, you know, sometimes they try to make it part of the storyline. Um, you know, in Fallout, you're recovering from a... Or Fallout New Vegas, let's say, you're recovering from a, you know, what we, what we think is some sort of coma or some sort of brain damage from being shot. Uh, so you have to, like, you know, kind of regain your motor skills. Uh, similar to Fallout 3, I mean, you do start out as a as an infant child, learning how to walk, and uh, progressing through similar tasks of just picking something up, yada yada. And I've always liked the way that's done more than with traditional shooting games or things like that, where you're just uh, constantly given instruction on screen as to what to do, how to do it, how it should be done, uh, and how to, you know, best solve a situation. And we've seen a lot with puzzle games, too. But this game doesn't do anything. There might be a character who's like, hey, you want to help me chop down some trees? And then it just so happens that that tree will provide a bridge. Or, you know, there's just little things, you know, that uh, I guess help you. But they're more like breadcrumbs than they are, you know, a giant recipe. And so many traditional gamers find that respect towards them is very well appreciated, and which is why this game is often regarded the best game of all time. In my opinion, that's why. Because it does not really help you. Um, unlike other games, it is completely and utterly open world. Um, when you think of open world games, there's always that that area that is unattainable, uh, the uh, <laughs> the area where the game ends, right? And I think you could, you know, I talked to you yesterday about Grand Theft Auto V. I did not really talk about how immersive the world is, but it also feels very fake, right? Um, the AI are just kind of doing the same thing. Like, you can wake up the next day and the character is still sitting at the same bench or, you know. Um, it feels very, uh, you're there, but you're surrounded by NPCs and it's not like a thing, right? It's just, <laughs> they're there and so are you and you're the only one that matters. So, like, the world revolves around you. And with Breath of the Wild, the world does not revolve around you. Uh, you are in this world. It's your, you can do whatever you want. You can climb every mountain. You can uh, cross every path. You can do whatever you want. The goal of the game is to defeat Ganon. If you want, 
You can do that as soon as you start. You can do whatever you want. Yes, there are missions and there are goals and there are all kinds of things to do. But you are not held back at all. At all. It is the most non-linear game ever made. And that is why everyone loves it. On Metacritic, uh, we have the Switch giving it a 97 out of 100. And then we get into the popular magazines or websites. Uh, Destructoid, 10 out of 10. Edge, 10 out of 10. EGM, 9.5 out of 10. Uh, Famitsu, 40 out of 40. Game Informer, 10 out of 10. Game Revolution, perfect score. GameSpot, 10 out of 10. Games Radar, perfect score. Giant Bomb, perfect score. IGN, 10 out of 10. Nintendo Life, obviously, perfect score. Polygon, 10 out of 10. Obviously, I'm not here to debate that this is not uh, an amazing game. Uh, because it is. It is an amazing game. Uh, it has not sold the most, right? Uh, 26.5 million for the Switch. Uh, 1.7 million on the Wii U. You might not like the art style, right? I'm not... That is, It isn't my thing. But in no way can you call this game not amazing because it is absolutely and utterly amazing. And that is why it's the last game I'm talking about before tonight, when I'm talking about a game that's completely different with JT. Uh, but I do want it to be known that um, if you want an open-world experience and you really want to be on an adventure, to be part of something, to be somewhere... This is the game. By far. And that's really what I wanted to get off my chest. And, then, you know, there's not a lot of reasons to have a Switch. You know? I mean, yes, the, the exclusives are what makes the Switch. Right? I have... I do not have a PS5, which we've talked about. Uh, but I have three Switches, right? I have one light and two... Reg. And the reason for a Switch is Nintendo titles. And I will say that the only games I own are Nintendo titles. I know my daughter has Minecraft uh, for the Switch, but besides that, everything is Nintendo. And if there's any Nintendo game that I would suggest, you know, we've talked about Smash Brothers, we've talked about Mario Kart, um... This is a different animal, and it is by far the best game on the Switch, and arguably, but not really, one of the best games of all time. I've said my piece. Alright, so tonight, we are going to be playing a game, and then we will end things and move on to uh, the release all at once, Netflix-style dropping uh, <laughs> uh, Season 11. And then I'll be back for season 12, which again will have a, uh, a, new, a new theme and name. Uh, but it'll always be here for Hot Switch. It'll always be under that name. 
I had to change it just because it was hard to get people to come like, hey, you want to do a show? Yeah, yeah, what's the name of your show? Bullet Sponge. And then they don't know the reference, and uh, they don't reply back to me. So I had to do some changes. I had to uh, make it sound less um, violent, I guess. To me, it's not, because, you know, I've faced many a bullet sponge in my life, uh, my gaming life, uh, but apparently it, it doesn't translate to everyone. So that is why we are now Hot Switch, uh, but the seasons will be named something different, you know, throughout. So I just had to hear, see that trailer before the season to figure out what the theme of the season is. So I know it's complicated, but I only have a little bit left in my contract uh, with Spreaker, so... We're going to just keep producing content until that contract runs up and I fade off into the podcast first to be forgotten forever. And until then, thank you for listening. Make sure to uh, do things that people do on these things like rate and subscribe and all that stuff. I don't even know. Uh, yeah, share, right? Anyway, uh, I'll talk to you tonight. Until then, of course, as always... Good gaming.